1: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It's October 28th. It's 2021. We have six basketball games to talk about here on today's podcast. And I'm joined by Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. What's happening, Christy?
2: Hey, not too much. Uh, Just kind of watching some sports tonight. It's great. I've got the World Series on basketball, kind of a good sports time of the year. So lots going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, NASCAR playoffs, like, yeah, there's a bunch of good sports now. Um, I mean, basketball, we're starting to get rotations down. Um, The Magic still stink. Um, So, uh, you know, we're starting to learn a lot about, like, pace on some of these teams and stuff like that. So this is, like, now we're starting to get into, like, my favorite couple weeks of basketball season. So, um, I mean, yeah, and like you said, the World Series – as um i mean i'm i'm rooting for the braves i really want to see freddie freeman get a ring um now that the red sox are out you know that's that's kind of what i'm hoping for here
2: yeah absolutely i'm I'm rooting for the braves too and yeah it's fun to see him get the win tonight i know they're behind a little bit here but yeah hopefully he can pull it off
1: you never know never know <laughs> All right, let's jump into this slate. We got six games. We got a couple teams on back-to-back, so, you know, it's always a lot of fun. So we get started with Atlanta at Washington, 223.5 total here. Atlanta is a -a two-and-a-half point favorite. Both of these teams are on a back-to-back. So we're going to be paying attention to if we get any injury news here, um, you know, on Wednesday, Gafford. Did he – he he hurt his knee in the middle of the game and we'll have to see if he's going to play um Lou Williams ended up not playing on Wednesday and then um Nato was out on Wednesday as well so i mean just a few names to kind of throw out there to pay attention to uh let's start here with the Atlanta side of things what are your thoughts here on Atlanta
2: yeah so for Atlanta um you know always have interest in Trey Young. I mean, he's obviously got a high usage rate and things run through him. So, I mean, I think he always makes a good option. Um, you know, John Collins, and I was looking, not sure his price here at here, but he's been a fine play too, that you could certainly use. Um, you know, just depending on how your builds go, but, You know, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, they have so many different players through the rotation that I haven't used a lot of Atlanta players, or they haven't been kind of a focus, but certainly think you got to always consider Trey young in the mix um, for tournaments and and Collins. And, and then, you know, if you're looking for some value, you can get some of the value pieces in there too, with maybe a hunter.
1: Yeah. I mean, going to want to pay attention to some news here, you know, we knew DeAndre Hunter was dealing with a little bit of sickness earlier this week, so we'll wait and see. Um, assuming that he'll be good for a back-to-back. They're being very careful with, like, Capella's minutes, so I wouldn't be shocked if maybe he were to sit here. This is the first back-to-back for Atlanta, so we really don't know how they're going to approach this. If Capella were to sit, love John Collins in this spot if that happens. Um, Gallinari... He was available um, for Wednesday's game. I was checking to see if he... Yeah, he ended up playing 20 minutes. So we'll see what they do with him on the second end of a back-to-back. I mean, just going to be paying attention to the news here. If Capella were to sit, um, Gorgie Dang would get a little bit of a bump in minutes. So watch the news on this one. And then on the Washington side of things, I, I mean, I think Gafford being out makes a huge difference here. Harold played 38 minutes on Wednesday. If he, I mean, he's just going to likely be one of the top value plays on the slate. If Gafford ends up missing this game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And at 5,300, I mean, such a great price on DraftKings. And like you mentioned, I mean, yeah, he's got great upside, great, you know, block upside. Um, Even Kyle Kuzma too, you know, he's still priced right. Um, you know, where there's certainly some upside there too, but yeah, Harold, like you said, could potentially be one of the best values on the slate.
1: Um, anything else that you like here for Washington?
2: Yeah. I mean, you can always, I mean, you can always throw Beal and Dinwiddie in there too, you know, if they kind of fit, but they're not someone that I'm certainly targeting, um, in my builds, but they certainly definitely have consideration for tournaments.
1: Yeah, I mean my my biggest concern here is just Dinwiddie's price. Um does he have the ceiling with Beal and Kuzma to pay off this price tag and Harold's someone that's he's gonna put up points too um if he's out there. So I think it's Harold for me, but if you want to get contrarian, I can certainly see why you would take shots on Beal or Dinwiddie here um just because everybody's likely going to be playing harold and it's nba i mean value plays that are usually in good spots are usually in good spots for a reason so uh we move on to detroit at philadelphia no total in this game we're waiting on some injury news here um grant is the big one for detroit he's questionable and then on the philly side Embiid is questionable milton's questionable and simmons is out let's start with detroit uh what do you like here for the pistons
2: yeah, like you said, uh, Grant is questionable here um, tonight. And so if that's the case, um, I think he, you know, Isaiah Stewart, you can throw him in the conversation. He's 5,700, um, had a pretty good game. He, um, fantasy points, 36.3 the last game. So certainly someone you could take a look at. Um, Sadiq Bey, his price is getting up there um, a little bit. I think he's in the 6K range right now, if I remember right. He is, yeah, he's 6,800 you know, he's certainly been getting the minutes. I mean, he's been 33, 34, 33 minutes. Um, he's had a couple of games with some bigger upside. So again, if Grant is out to, you know, Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart, or a couple guys that, you know, certainly would have my eye on as you know, some good tournament options there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Grant sits, I think you can look at Stewart Jackson, even maybe even Kelly O. Um, I think all those guys kind of make sense here if Grant ends up sitting. Bay's going to have a huge usage as well. But if Jackson's in that starting lineup again, um, I mean, he played 32 minutes the other night. He's still only 4,700. So going to be paying attention to the Detroit lineup when it comes out. I want to see if Jackson is in there. Um, Josh Jackson. Frank Jackson moved to the bench and only played 14 minutes. Right. If Josh Jackson starts again, no interest whatsoever, um, in Frank Jackson anymore. So, (laughs) and then on the Philly side of things, I mean, it all depends on Embiid, you know, we're going to be waiting to see if Embiid plays in this game or not. Um, I mean, he's been playing with this knee injury, but the last time out, um, he just, I mean, he was getting fouled a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it, it just wasn't like an Embiid type of game. Um, against new york
2: yeah exactly right and you know i think obviously if Embiid's out you know tobias harris always makes a great play i mean he's got 26 percent usage so far you know averaging close to 37 fantasy points a game um so you know tobias is always a great especially a great cash game play um tyrese maxey you know someone you can consider probably more of a cash game play too i mean the minutes have, have certainly been there for him he's been in the 30s um, really all the games we haven't just seen a ton of upside except for maybe the first game out of the shoot. Um, Seth Curry, a little bit more volatile there. Um, he's had some bigger games too for value, but um, you know, he can also put up a low point total too, but yeah, I, Tobias Harris is a guy that I'll have a ton of interest in depending on what shakes out with Embiid.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Embiid ends up sitting, uh-huh. Drummond would be someone that I think I'd take some shots on as well. Um <laughs> We'll see, but I mean Tobias. Obviously, Maxi, his price is kind of caught up to him a little bit here uh, at fifty eight hundred, but he's still playing plenty of minutes, so don't mind the Philly side of this game. Um, Knicks at Chicago, two fifteen total. Chicago is a four point favorite. Noel is questionable. What do you like here for the Knicks?
2: So for the Knicks, you know, I I, I love Julius Randall. You know, I mean, he's. He's been a great, I like him as a great tournament option. He's always underplayed. I still think his price, you know, he's still at a good price. Um, Let's see on on DraftKings, he, uh, you know, checks in at 9,500. I think that's still too low for him and for his upside. You know, the minutes have been strong. Um, You know, he's just averaging a lot more minutes this year too. 32% usage rate. Um, I know they had an overtime game in there. So his average is up a little bit because I think it's at 38 minutes a game you know, close to 60 fantasy points a game. So, you know, right up there with the likes of Steph Curry and such. So I have a ton of interest there. Um, he's probably my favorite, one of my favorite tournament plays on the slate. You know, if you're looking for some value, you know, now that they have Kemba Walker in the lineup, you've got he and RJ Barrett, you know, if if you needed some last pieces in there, you know, certainly don't mind that. But I would say, I, you know, the guy that I'm looking at the most is Randall.
1: I mean, Julius Randall, disappointed so much the other night um but i think this is a spot you go right back to the well on him um he had a really terrible first half so yeah. really like julius randall outside of him i mean fournier is shooting a ton of threes so i mean he's someone that could get hot and exceed value all right and then on the chicago side obviously we're gonna be waiting to make sure um zach levine is going to play. They said he's going to play through the injury, but he's questionable. Uh, What are your thoughts here on the Chicago Bulls?
2: Yeah, so for the Bulls, um, you know, and and if Levine is out, I, you know, I have some interest in Lonzo Ball. Now his price is certainly, um, he's priced up there a little bit more. He's probably a better play on FanDuel. Um, He's 7,500. So priced up a little bit, but strong minutes. Um, You know, we know he has huge upside. I know when he played against the Pelicans, you know, I mean, he had almost 60 fantasy points. And so each and every night that he goes out there, he's certainly got great upside. So interest in him, um, DeMar DeRozan, um, you know, he's someone too that I wouldn't necessarily target, but if he happens to land in my lineup, yeah, I would certainly have some interest. And then, you know, you've always got Vucevic too, um, who's a good tournament option as well.
1: Good old Vooch. Um, I mean, if Levine sits ton of interest in in ball here um I think he's someone that could really exceed value um if Levine ends up not going so um outside of that I mean like you said Vooch always in play um Caruso at 4300 if Levine were to sit would definitely be a value play that would probably get a lot of ownership here so We're going to be looking at Chicago and paying attention to the Levine news, even though it sounds like he's going to play and um, probably won't matter too much here. Utah at Houston, 222.5 total here. Utah is a nine-point favorite. Bogdanovich is questionable. Gay is out, and Pascal is questionable. And then on the Houston side, House is out. Uh, Let's start with Utah. I mean, Bogdanovich matters. Uh, This guy is averaging around 30 minutes a night. So if he were to sit here, somebody's getting minutes, somebody's going to see a bump in minutes. Uh, what do you like here for Utah?
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean, he does play a lot of minutes. And so that is certainly going to factor, um, you know, a guy, I mean, I haven't played a lot of Donovan Mitchell yet this year, but I mean, he's always a great tournament option. I mean, always someone that gets always a little bit overlooked when you're looking at some of the stars and things like that. Rudy Gobert is an excellent tournament option. Um, the guy is always under too. Um, I think you could, you know, for some value, you could take a look at uh, Jordan Clarkson um, coming off the bench there um, as an option. So um, like you said, kind of need to wait to see what happens to Bogdanovich here, but there could certainly be some value.
1: Yeah. If Bogdanovich sits, I have a ton of interest in Clarkson. I think he'd be someone that got a big enough bump. Um, I mean, Rudy Gobert at 8,300 really high floor. Maybe this is a ceiling spot for him. Going up against Christian Wood, um, maybe potentially getting Christian Wood in foul trouble, too. So, uh, the Houston side, I mean, going to the Houston side, I think my biggest concern with Christian Wood is potentially getting into foul trouble here against Rudy Gobert. What, uh, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts here on Houston?
2: Yeah. The, the guy that I maybe have the most interest off Houston is yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, Wood could certainly get in foul trouble. I mean, he has immense upside as we've certainly seen um, Kevin Porter, you know, we, we know he has big upside too. He's priced up to 6,700. Um, but you know, the minutes are certainly there, you know, we've seen him have, you know, a couple of bigger games uh, so far this year. He's at a really good price over on FanDuel. I believe he's still 5,900 over there. So, I mean, I think he's a, a certainly in a good good spot over there and someone that I'll take a good look at, but probably Porter and wood are the the two that I have the most interest in
1: um yeah, I mean Porter, I think if this game were to stay close, he's gonna have to shoot the ball really well um him and I mean green, I guess. Are interesting tournament plays. I honestly don't have a ton of interest in this game as a whole. Um, Jason Tate had a really bad game, got in foul trouble last time out. He's been playing really well. He's 4,800. If you want to just erase that game from your memory, um, I played him. I mean, I know I, I don't want to erase it, but I might have to here uh, with the price decrease. So I think Jason Tate is someone that is somewhat interesting in this spot. San Antonio at Dallas, no total in this game. Collins and McDermott are out for San Antonio. And then reason that we don't have a total in this game, Porzingis is is questionable for Dallas and Brown is questionable as well. Uh, Let's start here with San Antonio. What do you like here for the Spurs?
2: Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, you know, it's like Spurs haven't been a team that I've targeted a ton in the past, but you know, I've played quite a few of them so far this year, you know, you've got Deontay Murray, um, Derek white, who's been playing really well, getting good minutes and his price is certainly coming up, but, um, um I certainly like him a lot. Um, Kelvin Johnson, um, and even, uh, Jacob Poitel I mean, I think both of those are, are decent options too, but, you know, probably have more interest on, on the guard side with, with Murray and white.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I got right the other night was Lonnie Walker, um, I mean, I like Lonnie Walker. I think this is a guy you could play in tournaments. He's getting big usage um, with this team. So I think he's someone – Keldon Johnson just shot the ball terrible the other night. Um, I mean, when he shoots the ball well, he should play the minutes. So I don't mind him. But, I mean, M- Murray and Podal are going to be your main pieces here and, and whites. But, I mean, I, I really like Lonnie Walker. I'm just going to you know, keep taking shots on him, especially with McDermott out too. Um, I yeah. mean, McDermott is a guy that is, we, we've seen him play 30 minutes, two out of four games this season. So uh, I think there's plenty of minutes there for Walker and Johnson, uh, to hit value at these prices, yeah. uh, th- thoughts on Dallas.
2: Yeah. So for Dallas, I mean, you know, with Porzingis potentially not playing, I mean, obviously have a ton of interest in Luca. I mean, he's, you know, always a fantastic play, you know, leading, in the NBA and usage, you know, 32 percent usage. You know, he's got 51 fantasy points a game. You know, the minutes are great. I mean, he's just a superstar. So, gonna have a ton of interest in him. I think on the value side, you know, you could certainly Hardaway is getting priced up there. He's probably more in play on FanDuel. Um, but I think you could throw Brunson into the mix too, or Jalen Brunson into the mix too. Um, you know, he's averaging close to 24 fantasy points a game. And so, would certainly have some interest there.
1: Jalen Brunson's been really good this season. Um yes. it's like a he, he's like a taller JJ Berea um <laughs> when it comes to Dallas. I, I think Jalen yeah. Brunson at 5k makes a lot of sense here in tournaments. Um he his prices is, is definitely up. So I'm I'm a little concerned about that. I just I mean it's it's tough to think maybe like Powell is someone that would see a minutes increase. Um if Porzingis wasn't able to play at 3,700, I mean, pr- production wise, Luca is gonna have to carry a lot of the load here. Um, if Porzingis ends up sitting, I honestly I don't hate maybe taking shots on like Tim Hardaway Jr. either. Um, in tournaments just to be different on my Dallas exposure. Uh, if Porzingis does end up playing, I honestly don't have a ton of interest in Dallas if that happens. I mean. You could take some shots on Brunson if you want to, but overall, um, I don't think this is a spot I would play a lot of people if Porzingis plays.
2: Exactly.
1: We finish out the nights with Memphis at Golden State, 233 total here. Golden State is a five-point favorite. Memphis will be on the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll be waiting for injury news from them. Clay Thompson and Wiseman are still out um, on the Golden State side, so... I, I mean, Memphis, this game is just now getting started. So there you go. If you're curious, um, they just finished the first quarter when we are recording the podcast. So let's talk uh, Memphis first. What do you like here uh, for the Grizzlies?
2: Yeah, there's actually a decent amount that I like here. I mean, I, always going to have interest in, in Morant. I mean, he, with some of the later games too, again, he always seems to go just a little bit overlooked. But the the pieces that I really like too are, are Melton and Bain. I mean, in the starting rotation there, Um, They've been great value pieces. You know, if if you look at Bainey's priced at forty nine hundred, he's been getting 30 plus minutes a game, you know, averaging, you know, he's been getting 30 plus fantasy points per game. So I I think he's a great value piece. Um, And then, you know, same with Melton, he's fifty one hundred. So I like both of those guys. I mean, I certainly have interest in Jaron Jackson. He has a lot of upside as well. We haven't seen a ton of that yet. But, you know, I think a lot of those Memphis pieces, you know, I'm certainly going to have some interest in, in a few of those guys. Probably Bain being the favorite value there. Yeah,
1: I mean, Bain is someone that, you know, I played on Wednesday. I don't mind, you know, going back to the well here on him. John Morant against Steph Curry. This just seems like a, a game where both these guys try to put up a lot of shots. Um, so I don't mind maybe taking some shots on him. And then Steven Adams, I, I think, is still too cheap. You know, we talked about him on yesterday's podcast. Obviously, we'll wait and see how that kind of um, ends up doing. Uh, But I think Steven Adams is still a little too cheap. And then on the Golden State side of things, I mean, you can always play Steph. Like, he's just someone that is going to produce and produce and produce. Memphis has struggled against wings. So I think Andrew Wiggins for tournaments is somewhat interesting. What do you like here for the Warriors?
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think you know an interesting tournament too. I think I think both Curry and, and Ja are going to be up for a game like this and so, you know, pairing both of those guards I like that certainly as a tournament option. Um, you know, I would certainly throw pool in the conversation too. He is 5800, so he is, you know, uh, you know, not not a great value, but I think he's his usage is still pretty strong and you know, again, we haven't seen a lot of that upside yet, but he certainly has someone that I have, he is someone that I have interest in. Um, and you had mentioned Wiggins too. You could also throw, you know, Draymond Green in there too. Um, he is priced at, you know, he's at 7,400, so he's priced up a little bit as well. But you know, again, the minutes are there, and and he's always a strong tournament play as well. So there's a few of the guys in there, and I think you know, this would be a great game stack, um, for tournaments, and then you know, especially since it's a later game too, sometimes some of those pieces will go overlooked. So certainly like that as an option.
1: All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then uh, we'll get out of here. We'll start with our favorite play using DraftKings scoring. Um, Favorite play under 5k to go 7x today. Who do you like?
2: You know, I'm going to, I mentioned him. I think I'm going to go with Bain.
1: All right. I like it. I'm going to go Lonnie Walker. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today?
2: Over 8K, you said? Yep. Over 8K. I am going to say... That's a good one for a bust. Um, I am going to go... I'm going to go with... uh, I'll go with Christian Wood.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was who I kind of was thinking too. Foul Trouble maybe um i think i'm gonna go bradley beal just a lot of mouths to feed right now uh with washington and i don't know if he's 100 percent. so um and it's a back-to-back so i'm gonna go bradley beal favorite 6x play who do you got today
2: favorite 6x play i would say oh 6x play um I am going to throw, you know, you kind of mentioned him, but I think I I like the upside there. I'm going to go Steven Adams.
1: I like that one. Um, I'm going to go Harold. So we're going big guys today. Uh, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Just someone you think, I mean, it's night before, so it's tough, but someone you think is going to be less than 10% owned on the slate.
2: Okay. I am going to go, um, I'm going to go Isaiah Stewart in that Detroit game, especially if Grant doesn't play.
1: I like that one. I don't know. I I was looking at this before the podcast because, I mean, I try to do that. Um, I think I'm going to go like – I think I'm going to go back to Julius Randle. I don't think he's going to get a ton of ownership. I think there's – yeah, I mean, I think Curry and – Luca are going to get a lot of ownership, John Morant. I think I'm going to go Julius Randle as my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Uh, We don't have a ton of lines out. Is there any bets that stand out to you here um, at first glance?
2: Yeah. You know, I haven't really looked at that too much yet. Like you said, there's not a lot out at the moment. Yeah. I don't really have anything on that regard. Yeah. The only thing
1: that I think I would, I think I like Atlanta minus two and a half against Washington, both teams on a back-to-back. That it's kind of shocking to me that that line is up and it's up in a few different places. So, um, that's the one that was like, all right, even though Atlanta's on the road and even though it's a back to back for both of these teams, um, it's moved too. Like, th- you can get Atlanta minus one and a half right now at points bet and bets 365. So, I, I think that's kind of where my first initial thoughts for this slate go. Um, is atlanta minus um one and a half in a couple places so uh christy any final thoughts before we get out of here
2: no i don't i mean i think it's a you know for a smaller slate i i like it i think there's a lot of great tournament options to play like that late slate a little bit but uh yeah that's about it
1: all right that's gonna wrap it up here for thursday we'll be back friday talking basketball and uh, we'll have the football podcast with grant and i up thursday as well so make sure you guys are paying attention checking out that uh, fun football slate was already like digging into this football slate there is it is interesting um so excited to talk some football that's going to wrap it up here for thursday we'll be back tomorrow talking hoops good luck everyone we'll see you then